Welcome to the second season, 13th episode of Choice, my experience building relationship with God. Apprehending the time to get into our secret place, that place which we have designated, which we have set aside to meet with our Heavenly Father through Yeshua, through Jesus. And read his word, invest that time with him, studying his word. It's the place where we study his word. It's the place where we praise him, where we sing songs of worship and adoration where we get to know him through reading his word, studying his word to understand what was going on at the time when his word was written, to study how people did things in the time when it was written, because these things apply in regards to context that adds meaning to the verses that jump out to us by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, when we're in that that quiet place, in that secret place, investing that time in His Word, reading His Word in prayer, will at times illuminate Scripture to each of us. Sometimes it seems like as we're reading his word, or it'll jump out to us, or sometimes part of the scripture that the Holy Spirit wants us to go to will come into our minds. Because even though we might not have the whole scripture memorized, we might have a chunk of it. And the Holy Spirit will take what we have in us and bring that to our minds, bring that to our memories, so that we can go and search it out and find the whole scripture. It's in these times that as we continue to apprehend the time, and the reason why I use the word apprehend is because that's what we have to do. We have to apprehend the time that we sit down Because the moment that we begin to go to our secret place, to to settle ourselves, everything that is not like God in the earth realm will try to stop us, try to detour us from 
getting into that special place with him. Either the phone will start ringing or our cell phones, there'll be a text that comes in or the doorbell will ring or if none of those things happen, we start, thoughts just start coming into our mind and we finding it real difficult to quiet our minds. It could be any number of things that will try to dissuade us, try to stop us, try to keep us from investing that time with him. According to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, the word apprehend, the first, the number one definition is arrest, seize. When I look up the definition of seize, it's to vest ownership of a freehold estate in. That's the first definition under A. B is often seize, to put in possession of something. The second meaning offered up under C's is to take possession of, confiscate. <laughs> the third definition uh, under C's in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary is A, to possess or take by force, capture. Then additional words that are used further down are to take hold of, clutch, to possess oneself of grasp, to understand fully and distinctly apprehend. Therefore, we want to apprehend. We want to seize. We want to confiscate, take possession of. We want to capture. We want to grasp. We want to apprehend. We want to understand fully and distinctly God's word. And we need to do this by choice, by choosing to invest this time that we have set aside to go into that secret place. With the end result, the objective, the end result being getting to know him better through his word. When we begin to do this, we start experiencing the benefits of investing time in his word. The main one is getting to know him through his word. As we do this, one of the benefits is he begins to teach us through our daily walk with him, our daily experiences with him about waiting. He begins to show us how waiting on him is beneficial to us.
Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31 out of the New King James Version says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This scripture is a really excellent example because, number one, until I knew that this scripture was in his word, and I found out the scripture was in his word because the church I was going to, the pastor, the Bible study teacher was teaching a word, and in that he used this particular scripture. And when he used this scripture, I'm like, oh, wow. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. It's like, oh my gosh. But those who wait on the Lord, waiting on the Lord, entails a confident expectation, an active hope in the Lord. Waiting on the Lord. It's not just sitting around, you know, twiddling our thumbs. But we are confidently and with expectation and active hope. Active hope is searching the scriptures, is investing that time with him, is Praying his word is sitting under responsible teachers that have integrity in teaching God's word correctly, teaching God's word, those who have studied to show themselves approved, brings us to that place where we come across verses that we want to hold on to, we want to grasp and hold on to. And then when we get into that secret place with our Heavenly Father, we that's why Bible study in regards to us studying it, the Bible, taking the Word and studying it, we, okay, well, I heard about this when I, in the message at church or in Bible study at church and so now when I get home and make some time, I can go to that scripture and begin to read about the background of it, you know, who was talking about it and what was going on at that time and why did they say this and, you know, what's, you know, the extended meaning on it and, and I can pray it, you know. Lord, help me to wait on you. 
because I, I need my strength renewed and I need to run and not be weary. I need to, to walk and not faint. I want to be able to mount up with wings like eagles. And from this, we start experiencing the benefits of waiting on him. And then it leads into one of the fruits of the spirit, which is long-suffering, a.k.a. patience. Because as we get to know him over time, through our experiences with him, there are different things we need to wait for from him. The main thing is when we pray for something and to happen in our personal lives, we need to wait for his answer, for his response. After we pray, knowing that he hears us, that we're going to have what we prayed according to his word. However, we still need to wait for the answer for the manifestation of that prayer. You know, will it be yes? Will it be no? Or will it be wait? And for me personally, what I have learned over the years is he brought me from a place of absolutely no patience, no waiting, no, not even having a concept of that through his word, through his scripture, to a place where I now know that that's one of the main characteristics, that's one of the main fruits, that's one of the main foundational pieces that has been pivotal and my journey with him is waiting, waiting on him in regards to when I get into that place that I have designated as our secret place. And I begin to wait on him to bloom his presence. But while I'm waiting, I'm not just twiddling my fingers, I'm Journaling, I am journaling gratitude for all that he has done, for all that he's doing, for all that he will yet do that I don't even know about. I'm journaling thankfulness. I'm journaling scriptures that are coming to me, being brought to my remembrance by the Holy Spirit. I am journaling my thoughts in regards to him, my thoughts in regards to my cares, concerns, my worries, because his word says, that's another scripture, that we are to cast all of our cares upon him, for he cares for us. And that verse comes out of 1 Peter 5, verse 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. The first time I heard the scripture was in a pastor's message or a Bible study. 
And when I saw that, I'm like, what? I could cast all my care upon him? Why? Because he cares for me? And so I'd grab hold of that scripture because I'd have my notebook with me. So I would take the note and I wrote down the verse, 1 Peter 5 and 7. And when I went home and when the time came for me to apprehend the time and go to that place that I had designated as my place to study his word, to be with him in his word, to pray, I would flip through my notes from the Bible study, from the message that I heard in church. I had the scripture, and then I would go there, and guess what? I found out something else. It's not only cast all your care upon him for he cares for you. But the scripture right before that, 1 Peter 5, verse 6 says, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. Oh, my gosh. He's saying, when I humble myself under his mighty hand, so in due time, he may increase me in those things in him. Those things, those principles, those ways that are his of doing things in him. However, It takes time. So it would be in a process of time, in due time. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you. When we humble ourselves, when we set aside in our flesh, when we set aside in our minds our way of doing things, what we think is best, when we set all that aside and we humble ourselves to our Heavenly Father and we let Him know, here we are. We want to know your word. We want to understand your word. We want to do your word. Then He can increase those things, which is more of Himself in us. And as I cast all my cares upon him, that makes room. When we cast all of our cares upon him in that quiet place, in that secret place, when I cast all those burdens, all those worries, all those cares upon him in prayer, when I do that, because his word says he cares for me, then That pushes all that stuff, all that burden, all that pressure out of my mind, outside of that secret place, out of that place. And that gives him more room to begin to, in due time, exalt more of himself in me 
So in due time, I can walk according to how he wants me to walk according to his ways. <laughs> and eventually come into that place because I have come through that processing, that uh, transformation of over time, then eventually I come to the place in him where he reveals to me the purpose that he has for me in the earth realm, according to his way of doing things. God is real. <laughs>